Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Belle, and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. And it's a really exciting show today because this is the release and the start of 30 Days to Empowered Self. And it's week one this week and the 30 days start today and week one is about creating the new you. So before I go into the description about what I'm going to be talking about today, I just, I've received so many emails about this 30 Day to Empowered Self Challenge and it's just been fantastic to see how many people want to get involved, want to work on themselves, and really want to become the best that they can be. So it's a fantastic time. It's a fantastic year, and it is very, very exciting. Now, for those of you that have emailed me, and I have emailed you back, but there's been a lot of questions about, am I ready for this? You know, should I be doing this yet? And for those of you that are coming through and uh, coming through and working with narcissistic abuse, I really do want to stress this. It's very, very important to lay your foundations. So if you know you're still struggling with the pain and the trauma of abuse, whether that was through a parent or a love partner or a boss or anything else in your life where you know you're still carrying that toxicity, that pain, that abuse, and you know you've got unhealed parts relating to that, well then definitely the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program and working deeply on your inner identity to release and heal that is appropriate first before moving on to this next stage of self. This is the next stage. Now a lot of you that have been working on your unhealed and your inner parts from abuse, and if you feel that, you're clear from that, you may still have a few little triggers, but fundamentally you're clear from that, you're looking forward to your new life and you really want to create yourself, well then this is appropriate for you to work with this now. For people that are still working up and have had really big breakthroughs, you can do both together. So really trust yourself and know where you're at. Now, this is going to be released again in a few months, so please don't think you're missing out if you're still working through narcissistic abuse recovery because it will come back around again and you can get involved in it then. So you're not going to miss out on anything. Okay, so let's move on to what this week is about. So my show description for this, this show is week one of 30 Days to Your Empowered Self. During this show, I'll be taking you through the first three exercises of this series. So exercise one 
is about creating the end goal in mind of your life and uncovering your soul mission and what your true purpose in life really is. Exercise two is the establishing of what you would like to receive and have not received in life yet. And exercise two is going to be very powerful because it's going to allow you to identify your biggest hurdles that have been blocking you from achieving what you desire in life. Exercise three is the creation of a declaration of self. And this sets a powerful intention to become the character and the values you want to receive from life and others. So we're going to have a lot of fun with this stuff. This is going to be really good. So I want to talk to you a little bit about this. Okay, and what happens with all of this? So when a child arrives in the world, this child is a blank canvas. The child does not know who they are and this child looks to the outside world to mirror back worthiness, love and approval in order to try and establish his or her identity. This child is completely defenseless. He or she cannot survive alone and can't make or create decisions towards his or her well-being or care. Additionally, the child's assertions are often thwarted. He or she learns at a very early age that personal desires are not necessarily okay and in fact they may be punished. In order for him or her to be loved and approved of, there is a necessity to do what others want this child to do rather than live by his or her own desires and feelings. He or she realises that his or her emotional needs sometimes cannot be safely expressed, sometimes are not deemed valid and are often left unmet. This child additionally discovers that often his or her feelings may be seen as unacceptable. As a result, the child learns to distrust these feelings and disowns them whilst trying to model him or herself into what other people expect in order to be accepted, in order to feel worthy and in order to earn love. The child's identity starts adapting to allow him or her to feel the safest in his or her environment. As the child starts to grow older, this may mean pleasing people or it may mean achieving accomplishments to earn the most love and approval. Caretaking may be the safest way to try and keep a parent healthy enough to gain some love and warmth. Alternatively, Detaching and becoming as invisible as possible may be the safest route to take. Does this sound familiar? Maybe you can identify with one or more of those examples. Because truly, this is the dynamic of almost everybody's childhood. So let's look at these following examples. Anne grew up in a family whereby her mother was often depressed and sick. Anne had younger siblings whom she often cared for when her mother was too unwell to function. Anne strives to look after her mother and do anything she could to receive love and acceptance from her, but it was rarely forthcoming. As an adult, Anne's relationships consisted of irresponsible and emotionally unavailable men. By choosing these men, Anne unconsciously seeks to fix her mother so that she can receive love. Yet no matter how much Anne tries to love, help and solve these men's problems, they all remain irresponsible and unavailable to love her. Gary, 
grew up in a family of high achievers. His brother was always successful at anything he did and was favoured by his father. Gary felt insufficient and no matter what he did, his accomplishments were never good enough and were chastised by his father. In his adult relationship, Gary chose women who are demanding and have high expectations. He stays attached to these women unconsciously trying to prove to them that he was good enough so that he could heal the original wound with his father. Despite his efforts and trying to win approval, these women consistently criticized him and told him he wasn't good enough. Trish grew up in a family where her mother and father were busy working. She received very little in the way of love, attention and emotional connection. Trish in her adult relationships felt starved for love and as a result endured relationships with abusive partners. Trish found it incredibly difficult to let go of her troubled relationships and when she had to, she would quickly try and find another one to stop her inner emptiness and pain and the panic of being alone. By unconsciously playing out the pattern of seeking love with unavailable people and people who would hurt her, Trish hoped to correct her experience as a child. Yet no matter how much love and affection Trish granted her partners, they did not stay with her or grant her this love back. These are only a few of the countless number of dynamics that can occur from codependency and how our original unresolved inner wounds play out and control our life. The truth is, the majority of our belief systems, which is our powerful unconscious drivers and neuron brain pathways, are established from zero to six years of age. And they become powerful, hardwired patterns in our life. We are all programmed in relation to ourselves, life and love in certain ways. This programming is deep in us, it's automatic, it's instinctual and it controls our thinking, our decisions and our actions. And no matter how painful our programming may be or what we logically know we need to do, it can feel virtually impossible to change from living out the patterns that we know are not serving us. And the reason this happens is because our thinking, which is our decision-making process, will always default back to exactly the match for what our inner programming is. Our mind defaults to these inner programs like a missile locked on to an already established target. And this is why we make really poor choices. This is why we make excuses. And this is why we make justifications to behave in certain ways. And this is why we can have titanic battles within our mind and with our head and our heart. And this is the agony of trying to go in a new direction in life whilst our hardwired painful belief systems remain in place and are exerting their force over us. Until we reprogram these beliefs, we will continue to play out a battle between what we know we should be doing and what our beliefs are forcing us to do. The true remedy to all of this to change our life is that we need to authentically change our belief systems. And this can only be achieved by committing to and doing the inner work. 
in order to do this, we need to take responsibility. We need to stop blaming others. We need to stop applying self-denial. We need to acknowledge and embrace that everything we are experiencing, which is choosing and participating in, and the ineffectual ways we are acting out that hurt us are direct matches for our unhealed parts. In order to change our life authentically, we need to commit to discovering, embracing, and working on our belief systems at a much deeper level, at the level that they're actually taking place. So what this means is we need to drop our defenses we not need to stop trying to be perfect. We need to stop trying to avoid what we need to do and freely admit we have dysfunctions within us that require transforming. It is only when we do this that we will in fact be able to stop the battle, stop the pain and start thinking, feeling and acting in ways that are aligned with creating the realities that do service ways that will unfold and create the authentic results that do service. We really are all in a powerful time on this planet right now, which is a shift of consciousness away from external power seeking, which is avoiding the inner parts, moving into creating authentic power from within. So in this time on this incredible planet, more and more consciousness is shining down. And this is not a light of brightness or warmth. It's a light of truth and authenticity. What this means is as this light gets brighter and brighter, and it is so much doing that now, it is going to expose the shadows. It's already doing that. It's going to expose different parts that we've all wanted to hide the parts of our personality that are not aligned with our soul and then the ones that are not based on oneness, love and connection. Now the more this light shines, the harder our cages are going to be rattled and the more these unhealed wounds of fear, pain and defences and disowning ourselves, they are going to start rising to the surface. And they are now. So trying to hide them, mask them, or avoid them is going to get tougher and tougher and incredibly more painful. So the great news is if we face them, embrace them, and transform them, this light that is shining assists us tremendously. So as soon as we get authentic and real with ourselves and our defined parts, the support and the breakthroughs are incredibly powerful because we're aligned with this energetic shift. And this offers us incredible opportunities to transform. It is an exciting and powerful time filled with great reward if we choose to evolve. So it is the time to authentically heal. You couldn't be in a better time for it. So during the 30 Days to Empowered Self, you're going to be committed to an exciting journey of self. By directly accessing and working on your belief systems, you're going to get a really painful taste of what it is to transform your entire being from the inside out. 
So this week begins by creating a script of who you want to be. Now this is all in the newsletter. You're going to have all of the instructions right in front of you. So for people that want to, uh, who are very um, <clears throat> audio, this is going to be really, really good for you to listen to this as well. But please know you will have all the instructions in the newsletter. And I'm going to talk about what that's going to be. So this first exercise is going to be a plan. It's a direction from moving out of external power, which is out of seeking of yourself, which renders you more powerless, to come back to authentic power, which is internal self-creation. So this is going to allow you to have an end goal in mind by picturing yourself living as who you want to be as your authentic true self. So please note, I've laid out the exercises for you to follow and I'm aware that life can be full of unforeseen events. So it's important to get through these three exercises this week. So some days you may have time to do it, other days you don't. I would really like you to commit and get through these three exercises this week. So exercise one is, it's known as a funeral exercise and it's a powerful exercise because this following exercise is an incredible way to tap into who you really are and it's an incredible way to drop the illusions, drop what does not matter and get very real with yourself. When I first came across this exercise and performed it, I was stunned with its simplicity and how powerful it was. I loved the way it connected me to my soul, to my truth, and it reminded me for real what my life is really about. Some years ago, I used to do workshops at my home, self-development workshops, and I put this exercise to the test with quite a few different people from all walks of life. When I released it to other people, my experience of what I gained from it was also confirmed through these people as well. They too released the clutches of their ego, their external power seeking, and they deeply felt into their soul and who they wished to be. This exercise, you may have seen it before, and even if you have seen it or done it before, it would be great for you to connect, it, connect to it again. This exercise was created by the late Stephen Covey from his book, Seven Habits. Now, that's a fantastic book. For anybody that hasn't got that on their self-help bookshelf, I would highly recommend it because that book has been life transformational for a lot of people. So again, it's Stephen Covey and the book is The Seven Habits. It's brilliant. Okay, so what this exercise is, it's how would you like to be remembered on your funeral day? So when you're going to be doing this exercise, you're going to be with a journal so that you can write and it's find a comfortable place where you can relax and get into a meditative state. And you can do that just by focusing on your breathing for a few minutes and just allowing your internal chatter to slowly dissipate. As you're breathing in, you're breathing out. So just get yourself into a really relaxed meditative state. Now what you're going to do when you do that is you're going to imagine a funeral. 
And this funeral is yours. And in this, it's about imagining all the descriptive elements of the funeral, what music is being played, what are the emotions on people's faces, what colours are the walls, the floor, the curtains, etc. Make it as real as you can. And then imagine a loved one who is speaking on a podium and they are talking about you and your life. What would you want them to say? How would you like to be remembered? And that's the focus on this exercise, is to really feel into what you would like that person to say about you. And what I want you to do is write at least half a page on how you would like to be remembered and I want you to connect to it really through your heart, really through your soul. Because the potential of this exercise is it will allow you to understand what your soul's mission really is. Okay, so that's exercise number one. Okay, so exercise number two is going to be about what do you want to achieve that you haven't received yet in life? So within this exercise, it's time for you to decide what you would like to achieve within yourself and what your life and, and within your life that you haven't achieved yet. So the purpose of this exercise is to set the targets of what you want to achieve and delve into your limiting beliefs that are currently holding you back from achieving them. So again, this is going to be with your journal and it's about sitting down with your journal and make sure that you are undisturbed and you have no distractions so that you can deeply feel into what you would like to achieve. So during this exercise, you're going to be identifying what you would like to achieve within yourself and what you would like to achieve externally. Because everything that you create externally begins within you first, I'd like you to start with your inner self goals and be really honest about them. And this is where you need to get real with yourself, need to feel your vulnerabilities. You need to really meet them, the less than aspects that you feel about yourself. So when you make a list of what you would like to achieve within yourself, your list may look like something like this. I would like to achieve more self-love, more self-acceptance, more self-belief, more self-approval, more self-confidence. Because we need to remember your greatest goal in life is to feel whole. It is to reduce your neediness, your emptiness and your seeking of external power, which is trying to gain unauthentic fulfillment from outside of yourself. Your greatest goal is to feel good, it's to feel whole, and it's to become a source of wholeness, fulfillment, solidness, love and peace from within without the need for something or someone else to grant you these feelings. So after writing yourself least, the next step is to deeply feel into what is blocking you from generating these self-feelings as your own wholeness. 
So for each item on your list, you need to write that item again that you've come up with that you want more of and then you need to feel into the limiting belief that's holding you back from being these goals and write them down. So for example, you for, for more self-love, when you, when you really feel into that, that lack of self-love, be honest with yourself and just write. And what you might get is, I feel unlovable, I feel worthless, I feel unattractive. Just write what comes up for you. So for example, for more self-acceptance, when you feel into the wound of not having enough self-acceptance, you may get, I don't believe I'm good enough. So that's what you're going to do. So we're starting to dig. We're starting to scratch into this. We're starting to get to the truth of it. And the truth sets you free. So you're going to finish off that for all of your list. Where you're going to put the first things that come up. Then you're going to go deeper which, with each one of those points. You're going to go into the emptiness and the feelings of the lack. So what you're going to go into is, why do I feel unlovable? And really drop into it and really be with it and really feel it. What is causing this? Why do I feel unlovable? And you're going to write down the thoughts and the feelings which come up for you. Now, this is where you need to trust yourself. Your inner infinite intelligence will grant you the answer. It's through your emotional pain and your wounds that when you drop into them, you accept them, you feel them, and you be with them and you ask them questions, you are going to get your answers. You may get childhood memories and a host of other reasons as to why you have these limiting beliefs about yourself. And by doing this, now you are on your way to the incredible and profound journey of claiming your unhealed parts. It is only through doing so that you're going to be able to heal them. This is the only way to heal them. You can't do it on a surface level and through your mind. And in fact, just by doing this, meeting them with full humility, with full self-honesty, you are going to immediately start healing them. Because whatever is disowned, when it's embraced, it starts dissolving in the light as a result of being embraced consciously. It is so vital to not be repulsed by your disowned parts. That's how they became disowned. You detached from them. You didn't accept them. You pushed them away. You tried to cover them up. You tried to hide them from yourself and the world and they have just kept playing out horrendously in your life. That By trying to hide them, they've been controlling you. So this is about not fearing them, not judging them. The truth is you are human and our entire human experience, which was all based on external power seeking, has caused incredible wounds and powerlessness that caused us to disown ourselves and to buy into the illusions of being unworthy and unlovable, which is certainly not the truth of our soul. So you can choose to buy into these illusions with self-rejection and even self-hatred 
Or you can view what you need to do, which is go and embrace and be with these wounds as the necessary emotional surgery on these unhealed parts in order to bring them back to truth and to stop the pain in your life. When you do make a firm commitment to do this with full honesty and the desire to get well, you will not only experience massive relief. You, and that's what happens when we go and meet our disowned parts with love and acceptance and stop judging them. The relief is massive. You will also be really excited by what you can find knowing that you do now have some control. You can do something about the pain now. You can reprogram yourself. So with your list, I would like you to feel deeply into every point regarding your inner self, the parts that require healing, and allow your inner truth to grant you the answers. I'm so sorry. We have a uh, street cleaner here at the moment. It'll uh, go soon. So I'll just talk up a little bit so that you can hear over me. Okay. So it is only by dropping deeply into these painful beliefs and being with them without judgment and asking the questions to yourself that you will get answers. Be very, very aware. No one else can give you these answers. So if you were to go on a cognitive level and go and see somebody and say, well, this is the pain in my life, that person is only guessing what's going on for you. They are not your emotional inner. They are not your pain. They are not your belief systems. They are not your infinite intelligence. Okay. The power and the truth is within you. You are your own healer. Because this is your pain. This is your inner unhealed parts. And by following that emotion back, by embracing it and being with it with full humility and openness and trusting yourself, you are going to get your reasons as to why you feel like that, why you're beliefful like that. You're going, you need to find your reasons. And only you and your inner self know what that is about. So naturally to do this, to do exercise too, because it's going to be big, you need to commit to undisturbed time on your own between you and you. This is not about getting outside approval. This is not about getting other people's opinions. This is between you and your soul to really enter this space of self. And by doing so, that's a dedicated and loving commitment to yourself which is essential. So it's really important to trust the thoughts and feelings that come up for you when you are feeling these wounds. Write whatever comes up for you. Just start trusting yourself. And you might write pages on some of these wounds. It's going to be incredibly cathartic for you if you are not judging yourself on these wounds. And if you realize that by facing them, you've already started healing them. So after you've worked on your inner, I really want you to start with your inner you can now make a list of the external achievements you desire that you have not achieved yet. And that list may look something like financial freedom, a healthy love relationship, a fulfilling career, a fit and healthy body. And then you're going to work with the identical process. You're going to feel into the limiting beliefs and the reasons 
that you haven't created this in your life. And again, your inner soul wisdom is going to give you the answers. So after completing this part of the exercise, when you're delving deeply into the unhealed parts, we're going to start setting an affirmation and direction to start creating the alignment with your goal. So with the list of things that you haven't achieved yet, for example, I I need more self-love, I haven't done that yet. We're going to write an affirmation, which is, I am in the process of achieving more self-love. Now, what happens with your subconscious, with your inner identity, it can easily accept, I am in the process of, it'll flow into grasping onto that and believing it is true. So what you're going to do is you're going to write down the list of, I am in the process of achieving whatever those goals are, And you're going to repeat these affirmations every day during the 30 days to empowered self. So I suggest writing these affirmations down and putting them next to your bed so that you can read them to yourself the first thing as you wake up and the last thing before you go to sleep because that's really going to help impregnate on your unconscious as well. And really when you're reading those, feel them. It's not just your mind and a thought that creates manifestation and power. It's the feeling that you put into it that is so important. And these affirmations can also be used as a remedy to reprogram your negative thought patterns that may arise for you during the week. So, for example, if you're feeling unlovable, unloved and empty when you're really feeling like, I don't have love in my life and I'm really craving that, You can counteract that programming by running this affirmation in your mind over and over, I am in the process of achieving self-love. Because we need to remember you need to become the fullness of your goal to get it authentically from life. You're meeting yourself in life. So it has to start on an inner level. So what happens if you're feeling that pain and that emptiness and not enough love in your life or you haven't got a partner in your life, I am in the process of achieving self-love. And that's going to start filling you up from the inside out. And what you can do is run that affirmation over and over and over again until the pain subsides. And you are reprogramming your neuron pathways from trying to seek external power, which will only render you more powerless, to becoming at home with authentic power. Because when we have the tendency for external power seeking we're trying to find someone else outside of ourselves to grant the love that you need for yourself which is what's going to happen if you feel empty and needy you're going to go for external power which can only lead to more empty and needy it's not going to bring you your results so your emotional mastery and learning how to apply yourself emotionally and with what you're thinking is really, really vital. And emotional mastery is about observing your thoughts and feelings, knowing that when your energy is going down and you're not feeling whole and you're feeling scared or empty or needy, you are not being the source of what you need. You are not in authentic power you slipped into external power seeking. So, and we only ever do that when we feel bad, when we feel yuck, when we feel ugh. 
we know we are slipped into becoming powerless. So your emotion is your navigator. It will tell you. So this is where emotional mastery comes into it, is to actually become that source and that responsibility to yourself. And that's where you can use that affirmation to start reprogramming yourself to become a being of authentic power. So self-mastery takes work at first. It really takes work. It takes a lot of commitment to reprogram new and pathways so that we can become the peace and the love and the fullness and the joy and create more of that. So those inner goals are very, very important. And if you know within this week, if you know that your inner goals really need work, I would really suggest to you focus on them and leave out the external goals for now. The external goals will come so much easier when you get your inner goals sorted. And in fact, your external goals are always going to lead you to disappointment if you don't have your inner goals sorted. You have to be that inner foundational vibration first. Okay, so that's exercise two. And as you can see, there's a fair bit in it. You're going to have to spend some time with it. This is a commitment. This is a really big commitment. Okay, so exercise three is about creating a powerful declaration to self. This is a written statement of who you are, what you want to, you wish to contribute, and what you wish to align yourself with. This is your map of self. And we're going to start this time from the outside in. And what this means is that you're going to first of all feel into what you want to receive from life and others. And usually that's pretty simple because we can look at what we haven't received from life and others. And I want you to make a list of 10 things that you want to receive from life and others. So, for example, here's just four. It could be love. It could be respect. It could be integrity. It could be honesty. And I'll throw another one in. It could be support. Now, in order to receive these values and traits from life and others, it's so important to realize you need to be these traits. You need to embody them. You need to vibrate with them and act them in your life with integrity. Life and others can only grant you more of your own vibration. What this means is your deep beliefs and emotions on any topic will inevitably draw the identical results from other people into, into your life. So in effect, when we meet disappointing events on the inside, we, on, sorry, on the outside, we are in fact meeting unhealed parts of ourselves that were unconscious that had to show up in real time, in real life, on the outside to show us what we're not aligned with. So now, each of these 10 points, you're going to write a declaration to yourself about that point. So what you're going to write is, my declaration to myself is to create myself as a character of, so for example, love. And then you're going to expand on what this means to you. So I'll put an example here. I will commit to loving myself speaking to myself in loving, encouraging, and supportive ways. Now, that's really important. And just to expand on that, 
if you talk to yourself really harshly, critically, horribly, that's not love. That's not how you're going to behave with people and that's not how they're going to behave with you. That is not love. It all starts with self. So let's go back. I will commit to loving myself, speaking to myself in loving, encouraging and supportive ways. I will expand love towards my family, my co-workers, my children, kids. I will choose love and compassion over fear in my interactions and I will open my heart to share and be loved with the world at large. Now that's a declaration. And you're going to do the same for each of your 10 points. After you've completed your declaration of self, I want you to print it out on nice paper and you might want to get it framed and I want you to put it somewhere where you can see it and read it often. This is powerful. This is the truth of your life that you're setting up. By creating this declaration of self, you are setting a very powerful intent to become and create what you wish to receive in your life. So that's the three exercises. They're all in the newsletter. You're going to find them amazing. I know you are. And now this is about the conclusion and progress questions. And this is important. It is important to understand that the changes you wish to make in your life need to start with the inner you. No one else can do the work on you for you. It's your job to do the work. This is the ultimate choice in life. Commit to our personal inner development or stay the same. If you do want to heal, expand and transform and change your life, it's vital that you take action. So to encourage you to take this action, apart from actually the joy and the results of it, I've decided to run a contest for the 30 Days to Empowered Self to further motivate you to achieve your healing goals. Now, to be eligible to go into the draw for a prize after the 30 days, and I'm going to be releasing what the prizes are going to be next week, I want to keep you in a little bit of suspense. All you have to do to be eligible for this is to post your answers to the questions at the bottom of the article that's going to come out in the blog. And the questions are going to be about these three exercises. And please remember, if you want to remain anonymous, you can do that. That's not a problem because we've got your email address. Nobody else can see your email address. So I want you to answer the following questions. So for exercise one, the funeral exercise, how did this feel for you upon realizing your end goal? Has this changed the way you see who you want to become? Who you want to become? Okay, so that's for exercise one. For exercise two, how did it feel for you going deeply into realizing what has been blocking you from achieving your goals? What have you now realized about what has been holding you back? So for exercise three, how do you feel now after creating your declaration of self? So I want you to fill into those questions and answer them on the blog. And if you don't want to be eligible for a prize, that's fine. You don't have to do that. But if you do, and also too, it's lovely in the community when people share. We know the one that that creates because people's responses relate to other people and 
we all just empower and heal by sharing. That's what oneness is about. That's what soul energy is about. And that's what's so beautiful about this community. So I'd love you to get involved in that. So please know your commitment to yourself can and does create miracles in your life. And it is my greatest wish that you honor you, that you commit wholeheartedly and enjoy the wonderful inner transformations that you are going to create for yourself. So that's it for me. That's week one. I'm excited. I'm so excited. And I know you can be excited too. And really meet those unhealed parts with excitement. Get fascinated. You know, when we replace self-repulsion and self-judgment for self-fascination, that's when your real life begins. Love it. Absolutely love it. So I want you to look out next week for next week's lesson because that one's going to be releasing codependency and becoming a self-reliant, self-fulfilled, independent, authentically-powered individual. That's going to be really, really important next week. So that's it for me, everybody. Lots of love, and I hope you enjoyed the show. And I'm so looking forward to your posts and what happens from here. It's just going to be amazing. So, okay, I'll talk to you very, very soon. Bye-bye.